What's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of Where's My Ritalin? It's been a minute. Good to be back. And with, as always, I have the lovely, delightable Shay. Hey, Shay. Yes, it's going. Yes, yes, Aya. No, 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 no more words. No, Rasta, what I say. Yeah, all right. Uh, good to have you back, Shay. Um, yeah, I'm going to dive straight into it, actually. Um, so over the past couple of weeks, during the lockdown, watching movies, I watched a few things. Two things. Um, Sex Education on Netflix and Bombshell, the movie that came out well, about, I think, last year. Um, and they left me with lasting impressions. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to play you a clip from Sex Education, um, uh, kind of like a behind-the-scenes clip interview as a result of one of the episodes. And I want to see what you think about that and discuss that shortly. So the inspiration for Amy's storyline in series two um, came from a personal experience that I had myself. This thing happened to me about um, five years ago where I was on my local bus and um, I was on the way to King's Cross station. I was going um, to visit someone in Scotland. It was really early in the morning and I got on. And the thing that was really strange about it was that the bus was actually basically empty, except like there was like one other woman who was like at the back of the bus. And this man got on and he just made a beeline like straight for me and came and like sat right next to me, which was just so weird where I was like, you have so many seats that you could sit on, but you've come and you've sat right next to me. I had my bags on the floor and he put his feet on my bags so that like I couldn't move. And he started like kind of inching himself towards me. And then he was like, sort of rubbing himself on me. I mean, I think everyone knows this feeling, but I just went into this, like, it was like fight or flight. Mm -hmm. I just suddenly was like, I have to get out of this situation. Like, mm -hmm. I think this person means me harm. Like, I need to go. Um, and so I ended up, I just like grabbed my stuff and like, I got off the bus. It was so creepy because he moved, he moved seats so that he could see me out the window, like as the bus went off mm -hmm. and I just burst into tears and then it was really strange because I kind of shook it off and like got on with my, you know, my weekend or whatever. And then I just, it just really stayed in my head and I started getting like, started having sort of panic attacks where like I couldn't, I couldn't get back on my bus. I didn't like getting on the tube and this lasted for sort of like weeks afterwards. And in the end, uh, the thing that actually helped me was I was sort of part of this like feminist sort of women's group on Facebook. And I ended up like posting a thing about it. It was like way before any of the Me Too stuff had happened. Um, and just hearing like other women sort of saying, oh, like I've, you know, that happened to me and I totally understand where you're coming from just made me feel, I don't know, like more kind of heard and that gave me a bit of sort of solace and I think made me feel a bit braver. So about eight years ago, I was on a bus, I was on my way home quite late at night and I was on the phone to my mum and really distracted and didn't really notice the guy next to me until I suddenly looked down and realised that his hand was on my leg. And I kind of froze in shock and before I could think or move or do anything, he moved his hand up and, and grabbed me in the crotch, groped me, grabbed me between the legs. And I stood up and I moved away from him. And because I was on the phone, I said what was happening out loud. I said, Mum, I'm on the bus. This guy's just groped me. And everybody on the bus heard and everybody looked away. No one even made eye contact with me. They looked down at their phones or out the window. No one said a word. And it made me feel panicked and embarrassed and like I shouldn't have said anything. It was as if they had said, they might as well have said, whoa, don't bring this up. You deal yeah. with this, this is your thing. Made me think, oh God, it must've been my fault. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time or I was wearing the wrong thing. I got off the bus and I ran the rest of the way home and I never told anyone what had happened. 
And it was only later that I looked back and realised it wasn't just me that got such a strong message from the people around us, you know, this is your problem, you deal with it, this is normal. It was also the man on the bus who learned you can be on a public bus, you can sexually assault a woman, you can have her say what's happening out loud and no one will do a thing. Mm. You can get away with this, in other words, go ahead, do it again. It just happened to fall for me in a week during which I had a number of other incidents of, of quite serious being followed home by a man who just wouldn't leave me alone, wouldn't take no for an answer, being shouted at in the street by some blokes really commenting about my breasts. And at the end of this week I sat down, I was thinking about it and it just suddenly hit me. If those things hadn't all happened in the same week, I probably wouldn't have thought twice about any one of them because mm. it's normal. And it just made me suddenly have this moment of thinking, why is this normal? Why is it just the way things are? So, Shay, I watched that, right? Um, and I kind of found it interesting. The two women's experiences, um, first, both experiences were extremely harrowing, um, kind of based on the episode kind of touched on, but their own experiences. It was, I don't know, it was very, very worrying. And I, and I kind of wanted to kind of gauge how do you, how you felt about that. Just kind of get your opinion on on that. And I guess, and the and thing is, because I guess without speaking for women, but I guess I guess a lot of women can relate to that kind of experience, if not others, others similar to that. Sure. But what are you asking me? How I relate to the videos or how I relate to sexual assault? or how, Be specific on this occasion. I mean, okay, I mean, okay, in general, I guess because it, it raises a topic, doesn't it? So it, it in general, so, so in, in general, how have you seen it? What what did it re evoke in you personally? What did it evoke in you? Well, as you know, um, we've had this conversation a long time ago mm -hmm. and we both watched a sex education clip a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, and we watched it because it resonated with me so, so deeply. Um, and then in preparation for this, you got me to watch the bombshell one. We'll come to that. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, sorry. Yeah. So, cause you said the two clips. Mm. So just, I don't know if it was about watching the content in close succession, whatever it was, I just, I felt, it's just quite upsetting actually. It's mm. quite upsetting and um, I know I normally have loads to say on the show, but I'm I'm a little bit speechless about it because it affected it's, it's affected me quite deeply. Mm. Um, I, th I think yeah I think I get no 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 to cut you I just I guess looking for I guess the male perspective um, it's it's kind of frightening to realise that the impact our actions not, not, not even before it gets to because to the, the the overly aggressive elements not even to the overly aggressive elements of like what they did that will be seen okay that's bang out of order but even the fact of say the first scenario where you just go sit next to her on an empty bus where she starts to feel slightly intimidated you could equate that to um instances of when um a man tries to move to a girl at a dance or he tries to grab her arm because she doesn't give a number, or he does, she won't take no for an instant. Even the, the slight, I will even call them microaggressions, but microaggressions in comparison to those acts, but still can can get, can cause discomfort. I feel. I am listening. I am listening. I just, it, you just triggered it. I started following um, an account recently on Instagram, and it, the whole account is basically about that type of thing. And I want to find it while you're talking because I think we should tell the people um, what account it is. But I am listening. No, yeah. So no, no. Literally, was that literally was was in terms of just literally um, probably understanding as a man what role we have to play in terms of making sure we don't make 
people feel uncomfortable rather than just looking at the overt actions which can cause a reaction it could actually there's probably on the, along the spectrum of say sexual assault and discomfort among peers there's there's probably stuff we can do way before it even gets to that point how did you feel watching them do you know what it was it was interesting um i'll tell you why i think it it, it, it was sad because I, I read something the other day and actually one of my um, i think cat put this up um who's been in the podcast previously um mentioned something and it raised raised something with me there was a, a scenario that put out where um they on instagram again where someone put out where what would you do if there were no men in the world right and a lot of women would say stuff like go for a walk at night or go for a run at night or just feel feel less feel less self-conscious about how my appearance an interesting one was um, the one that cat posted that, that uh, someone put up is that how when they go for a run just something as if it was going for a run going for a jog the reactions that they get and sometimes how they might feel unsafe, just something as simple as going for a run, something as a wolf whistle or a sexual comment or discomfort or being hollered at from a car to the point of like complete discomfort. It, it I guess it it did kind of make me sad that this is that this is the female experience, you know? Yeah. And I think that um you you triggered me again to remember the actual account. So it's called um cute cat calls. Mm-hmm. And the whole account, I don't know if anyone can uh, can see, is just about the uncomfortability of being um, the object of the male gaze at times when we're just trying to be, you know, a runner or trying to, we're just trying to be whatever and the respect and the lack of respect and that kind of thing that comes with it. So, yeah, it, I think people should um, go and follow them, male, men and women, because men can gain a perspective on how it feels and women can feel a little bit, you know, justified or vindicated by it. But yeah, no, I absolutely think that um, if I, if there were no men in the world, Uh I would love to go. I like the dark. I'm probably one of the only people in the world who like winter. And I feel cozy, safe, and warm in the winter. I would love to be out on the road, either early in the morning, like five, or late in the evening, just taking a walk. I love the night sky. I love the moon, that kind of thing. And you just can't do those things. And it's something simple and basic, but you can't. I can't even necessarily go out driving on my own at that time because you just don't know. So yeah, sorry, I, I got very distracted. But that account is powerful. So. What about that account resonates with you and just says, or can you, like, I know you just kind of brief overdose, but what is it about things that resonated with you on that? It's the the delivery of the content. So it's done in a really clever way. Um, I, when I started, and it was Kat who I saw post it. And then after I saw one of her posts, I was like, thank you, girl, I'm following now. Um, it, it, you know, it just kind of, so many of them resonate with me. So it doesn't have to be that you, and I then reposted a couple of the story, the, the posts of my stories and stuff. It doesn't have to be that you've experienced every single one, mm-hmm. but as a woman, you, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't, that's okay. But generally you will get it, you will understand, and maybe you won't be able to necessarily verbalize what they're talking about or how it feels, mm-hmm. but there is definitely kind of power in recognizing that other people also have experience that so with the sex education clip you're talking about when when they're on the bus having this conversation all of the women if you noticed were saying 
I thought I was on my own, kept it to myself. And then when I started speaking, other women were like, yeah, you know, that is such a typical story. Um, yeah. And it's sounds typical. And I think, I guess I want to ask a bit of a difficult question here, but I think it's maybe important for, I guess, my understanding and maybe other people's understanding, even men. Um, so in that sex education example, I'm going to probably try and like, kind of, like keep it to that particular example because I'm going to go into other examples. But that's like, I think that's an overt example of where people were groped and sexually assaulted, right? Leading up to, or everything is uncomfortable, but it ends in that um, um, particular heinous action, right? I guess without, I'm not asking you to go into specific examples, but I guess having, what's sad to me is that the commonality, not just from what you're saying to me, from the videos and other conversations I've had in it, like with friends. I guess how, it's difficult to ask questions, but how do you feel like emotionally that affects women that have been through that kind of thing? Can you maybe, is that, I mean, not much, but in, in like, and that's a very general question, but just everyone has, everyone's going to react differently, but generally from a, what kind of learning would you want to maybe pass on to maybe someone from male perspective, like even to me that sort of maybe see it through their eyes so I can maybe empathize a bit better? No, it's, I think you you hit the nail on the head when you said everyone would deal with it differently mm -hmm. and that um, it impacts differently. And, you know, all of those things, all correct and true and whatever. However, there is one common thread that runs through at the very bottom of it. And that common thread is just the removal, extraction, the taking away, the stealing of the power that we have in that moment because we all have autonomy to do whatever we want men women dogs cats we all have autonomy and um, we all have autonomy and someone taking that without our consent um regardless of whether we care about it or not is an impactful act so do you know what i mean like i could shrug it off and be like ah oh, whatever but I still recognize that that person took something from me in that moment, whether or not I react to it is something else. However, I think how we react can often be because of our exposure, can often be because of our um, lived experience. It can be because of our, just our nature, our character. Maybe you're a protector, you're someone who, you know, sees danger in things that other people think are safe. It's the same as bringing up a child, right? So if we equate it to that, you bring up a child, the child might not always see the danger in the fire, but you may you may be able to see because you've grown up and you understand what fire the damage fire can do. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, I, I don't think we can really express how it might feel or what people should feel or how they might deal. But if we understand that taking anyone's power um without it being gifted, and even then when we gift power, we're not actually giving away that power. We then in the power because you're sharing that power with someone you're choosing to give it to um that's so just taking that away without someone's consent is just not okay mm. and that's probably the fundamental takeaway that i would ask people to consider okay okay yeah, yeah. and i think well it's interesting you kind of went on to that take away someone's power because actually what i want to do now is play another clip this is from the movie bombshell um, and quite, a, if you've seen the movie, quite a renowned scene, but actually quite a powerful scene, but a very uncomfortable scene. So it's, it's um, 
Yeah. Can you see that I'm uncomfortable? I'm getting lower and lower in my chair. Yeah, no, no. It's it's I think it's uncomfortable, but I think it's also necessary to for people to see. So I'm gonna share this with you. Um and if you're on the audio, um I'll encourage you to have a look at YouTube, but I will I will play some audio for you that so you can get a flavor of the situation as well. You have a pretty face. Here, uh, stand up and give me a twirl. Now? Yeah, just a quick spin. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> now, uh, pull your dress up and let me see your legs. It's a visual medium, Kayla. Come on. Higher. So now you've watched the clip. Before I come to you, yeah. Yeah, don't come to me. Go to the audience. I don't know. No, I don't no, come to you. I think the real you, the real you, the real you. The real, like, no, you, you are the voice for womankind today. Oh, uh, I, I know you hate that. <laughs> we like kind of pressure you. All right, you know. All right, Michelle Obama. No, 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 no. Like the Jesse Jackson of, of what women? No, but I will say what I saw that. Yeah. Um. I I have to admit, yeah. I thought it was quite a powerful scene. The movie is good in general. It's very good. I recommend you watch the movie in general. I, I found it educational, informative, because um, it's, it's based on a true story, right? Um, I it it was so like to me for someone to have that kind of power and influence without saying anything on such an unspoken way um, is interesting to me. And also what will be interesting to me is the conversations from the male perspective that will go on outside of the room. Yeah. Um, I'm going to come to you in a minute, but like literally, so I can imagine that, oh, well, you know, how does she, like people have made throwaway comments in, in general, how did she get that job? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and you can see she was keen and willing to do it. And I think initially she probably thought at worst, you know, probably, you know, innocent, light flirtation but honestly will we'll get the job on her merits but the discomfort that she feels in that moment um the power that a man exudes and the fact it was almost unsaid literally he didn't say much i, I know there's a i i think i would encourage the, the, the scene the full clip but there's almost so much of a un unsaid implied coercion and control it was yeah it was crazy what what, what was your take 
on that, Shane, from seeing that clip? Even listening to you talk about it, my I, my heart rate has gone up, and I'm just, I'm not even ramping. Um, yeah. I I when you first asked me to watch it, I put it on, and then I couldn't watch it anymore. Yeah, I know. It's not a long, it's not a long clip. I think that other people will be able to watch it, no problem. That doesn't mean they don't get the seriousness. I think um, there will be others who just won't watch it at all. It just got me in the gut, uppercut. Mm. Um, and then I watched it fully today. In fact, now I lie, I didn't watch it fully today. I watched it and then I scrubbed, jumped parts because I knew what I knew what it was. I, like, it's not mm. hidden, but what I was watching for was different to potentially what um, they wrote the scene for or whatever. Mm. I was watching her reaction and Margot Robbie is just phenomenal. She is great. Uh, phenomenal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The tears in her eyes, like everything, you could see the uncomfortability and I it got it. So I, subtle but powerful, right? Amazing. And 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 that's what I was that's what I was running from when I was watching it. I didn't mm -hmm. want to feel those feelings um in that moment because stuff like that sits with me for a long time. Mm. The person I am. So um, I was really tearful. So I watched it. You asked me to watch it fresh just before the, the show began. Mm -hmm. um, and I was really, really tearful. And I was like, oh, I need to get myself out of this place because um, we've got to record and do whatever. Sorry. And no, 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 it's, mm -hmm. this is too important. Like, it's not a problem. Mm -hmm. And I decided to go in the comments. I go in the comments of every video I worked oh, on. No. Um, yeah, no, I've got a couple surprises for you in a bit. Oh. And then, you know, you're doing your show. Yeah, but it's interesting because I saw comments from um, I saw comments from the other video, mm. which was the sex education one, and the comments mm. were much more kind of amenable and respectful. And you know, even if they were questioning, questioning, it was still from a, a, an intelligent kind of perspective. Mm. And then I saw comments on that one that just, I, it didn't make me feel better. I thought I might get some, you know, this should never happen, me too. Or I hope, you know, if that was my child, no, nah, we got comments like this. I just want to tell you, hold on, where was it? Okay. And and I want to put it on the screen because I want um, people to really, really know. What you saw. <sighs> Yeah, I'm going to scroll it across the bottom of the screen. I'm just going to put them up one by one. Um, you can read them if you want. But oh, I'm... wow. Okay, so Margot Robbie was chosen for all of her roles because of acting ability. I'm saying that's sarcasm, right? Yeah, and this is the thing. Like, uh, Some people will just put it down and be like, oh, it's just a joke or whatever. But you don't understand the damage that saying something like that does. Yeah. Like, saying it's just a joke. Um, did not... did... Yes. This is a good comment. Not not a good comment because yeah. it's a good yeah. no. But did you, did you not see the door? It's right there. So I would again encourage you to watch the movie. It's a full story bombshell. It's on Amazon Prime. Check it out because they get full context. But this is what I'm saying to you. I I, I thought I can imagine a lot of the man them in, in conversations. Not my friends, but in general, be like, oh well, you know, she could just walked away. She could she just left the building. But there's almost like uh, a duress that you an unspoken duress. And you know what? Not even to compare it, but. And actually, I don't even want to compare it, but if you think of any kind of oppression or understand that people who, unless you experience it, you wouldn't understand. That's the only comparison I want to make. I don't want to conflate the two issues, but just literally, maybe some people could resonate with that. that some, sometimes when people say, we'll say, oh, institutional racism exists, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But 
unless you experience it, you don't know what it's like to live on a day by day basis. This for me was an example of something that you could be like, oh, okay, don't worry, you can just go away, but actually you couldn't. And I felt that in that moment. And there's also a more powerful scene later in the movie as well, which makes a phone call. Um, but I don't want to spoil, not want to spoil the movie, but I think I don't want to take away from the power of the build up of those scenes. But yeah, that is exactly our scene because I actually felt no, she couldn't just walk away because she was put in an impossible position without actually much being said. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there were also other ones. So mm -hmm. this one. Yeah, that's not cool, man. That's Again, cool. you're, it's clearly a joke. Yeah. You are. Context. Yeah. Um, this and, one. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Again, just the wrong tone. I think you could uh, not. It takes away from the, of what the scene was doing because of what the, the whole thing was about. This isn't um, a different movie with a different aim. You know, I, it just not was not it's, okay. It's not appropriate, yeah. And there was no one underneath. And by the way, the majority of these comments are men. Of course they are. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't back the our species on for this one. Yeah, see, look, and that comment is problematic. That comment's yeah. problematic. Even it, like that's problem. So again, it's almost implying that she's a slut, she's a whore for doing even just acting yeah. out this road. And I'm not. Mm. That's, that's not cool. That's not cool. I got I got two more, and then I'll start. I promise. See. That's the <laughs> so again. I'm I'm reading it out. So for for the money and the fame doesn't make the dynamic like this right. But I'm hardly sensitive to it. Yeah. Um. And the last so the last comment I, I didn't read out the other last comment. The, the last comment basically said, um, Margot Robbie. Uh, the irony of the actress playing the part has her legs legs wider and her body all over the all over magazine shoots for for money and fame. So I did read out twice. No, no. Uh, doesn't make it. Doesn't make a dynamic like this right. But I, so I'm, I can read this, read this, I can even see it. I'm sensitive <laughs> to it. <laughs> yeah. Like, so basically, all these comments are, are, in an essence, if I've missed anything to convey. No, anything. I'm just going to tell you the two more. So there's this one. Yeah. See more at the beach. What's the big deal? And this one, which is, um, I don't see anything wrong here. And can I just say, those are, those are the ones that I selected, I had a bunch more. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, the, the one I don't see anything wrong, right? What where, where the replies to that? No. And that's what I'm saying. I looked, you can go on a video that's about baby shark and people are replying and backing and arguing about you no know, granddad shark's the best shark and blah blah blah. And there were all of these comments under this video, and people were just accepting it. It was fine for the most part. Okay, listen, now, I will say this in general, and this is not to defend anything. I'm saying the comment section in Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever, is always a wild place, yeah? But I always, I've got this thing, just because you expect it doesn't make it doesn't make it okay. I expect idiocy, I'm not going to lie, I did, but it doesn't make it any more palatable or digestible. Um, and the, I guess the reason I wanted to highlight those comments is because actually this is the everyday experience. So for, of women, for men and from men and women. So I'm if this happened to me on the bus, what happened in sex education? If this happened to me in um, going for a job interview in the arts or something, mm. I'm not going to come home and tell anybody. I probably will tell my best friend because she will get it and she's not going to be like, why didn't you just leave? But the 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 fear of having someone say, why didn't you just leave, is much more damaging to me than the act itself. Really? Yeah. And, and that's just a me thing. Mm. And that's because my biggest fear in life, my biggest thing is I don't want to be misunderstood. And actually, 
it's the victim blaming it's you had power you could have just i would have just yeah. but actually there are millions of people in the world who say they would just and who are strong powerful people and don't for whatever reason fight flight whatever it is and i just think that narrative is it's got to die horrible I, that video really affected me and i will watch the movie at some point when i have the constitution for it um but yeah i think I've, if anything i'll even recommend, recommend you watch it in chunks like watch it in like half an hour breaks and bits bits and pieces no i'll watch it on a day when i don't mind sobbing my little heart out <laughs> I, I think it's important i think once you watch the movie as well if you can there's also again i'm saying this to you and sorry i'm making a lot of noise Moving around, sorry. It's fine. This is how you're just a noisy person. You make so much noise in general. Um, If you have a chance, uh, once you watch that movie, watch um, the uh, the Megyn Kelly follow-up reaction to Bombshell because that actually is the women who went through that story in real life and um, basically give their their reaction to it. Um, So I think we kind of discussed kind of a lot about sexual assault and the overtness of that. One thing I kind of wanted to kind of touch on before... um, we concluded today as well also is i kind of wanted to talk to you about consent shay because i think consent kind of is an overarching i mean this is the far end of lack of consent but i think consent's a discussion that's come up a lot in the in the recent weeks obviously in light of the whole issue within mitchum etc with that um and i think it's a, con- it's a conversation that's even come even with sideman the other day he had a get a, a long conversation uh, a long video not a long video like five minute video just literally breaking some things down because of the comments he'd seen and it's an issue i guess i think i want to ask a general consent i guess question to you again shay put on is that kind of like what does consent mean to you <laughs> I know, and I'm asking. I'm coming out with the big hitters today. I know these are not easy questions to ask, but well, what does it mean to you? Because I think there's an obvious, like, for example, we've got the everyone knows about the tea advert, the tea, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone knows about that. Um, and I guess there's, I guess there's, there's an element of different ways of consenting, but I guess it's a conversation we've actually had a little bit. So I just kind of want to kind of get yeah. what it means to you. So on a on a basic level, on the the most basic level, it just means. I, me having the power to say yes or no, I do or don't want to do something. And that's for everyone. That's not a gender thing. That's just a consent. Um, do you want to? Sure. Do you don't want to? Um, no, thank you. No, you must. You know, on a very basic level, that's consent. Um, but consent is so much more because you have verbal and non-verbal cues. There are, um, there are, change you can change consent you can say yes please and then you can say actually i don't feel for this anymore mm-hmm. we give up food all the time we mm-hmm. pick up a dessert and then we're like actually why did i start eating this and we mm-hmm. change our mind and nobody has a problem mm-hmm. but then when it comes to um you know something that impacts someone else in a way that means they can't have what they want it suddenly becomes a problem I think consent when you're talking about sex or anything to do with that sexual arena in that sexual arena um, becomes a different conversation. If we're just talking about, um, you know, going out, do you want to go out to eat with me? It's still consent, like between friends, it's still consent. But again, it's much more clear cut because I feel like um, it impacts a relationship, but it, it doesn't. It's, it's not going to be detrimental to any one of the party's like core being. So if you you um, sexually assault someone, it's going to impact their inner 
core the core of them but if you take say that you someone you want to take them to dinner and they say no thanks that's not going to fundamentally impact you in your core does that make sense yeah so i think more if it's more for the i guess to guess the sexual arena i guess because you mentioned mentioned a lot of things about verbal and non-verbal cues right so i had an interesting conversation with a friend recently um who, who i promised to not you have friends yeah, uh, no, 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 yeah, no, crazy. Who knows? Who, who, who would think that? You know, um, it's about more millions of pounds. I have no friends. Um, but <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, basically, right. So, like, it's one of the ones where, um, so it's it's, a, it's an interesting interesting dynamic. A guy says to a girl, "All right, cool. You're gonna come over, Netflix, chill, watch a movie, whatever, whatever." Right. Um, a girl will come over, yeah, and and rightly so, think I can watch a movie, chill out, etc., etc., etc. Yeah. But then a guy would almost, by her arriving there, would almost implicitly believe or have the belief that, yo, you know, sex is guaranteed. Yeah, so anything that comes with the invite, the acceptance of the invite yeah. is also a yes. It's also yeah, because there's not, yeah, even though he's not said literally, yep, yeah, today it's going down, yeah, yeah, you said come over. Now, interesting enough, forget the guy and the girl's expectation for a minute. I've actually had, had girls has tell me the conversation they had of other girls, like, well, if you didn't want to sleep with him, why'd you go around there? Right. Mm -hmm. and, it's, so and that's why I keep bringing it back to actually it doesn't matter the gender because we we women can also judge women like mm -hmm. it, men can also judge men so uh, yeah yeah so it could literally be that so situations like that or even let's because uh, there, there are obvious overt ones which I kind of think everyone knows uh, yes no etc I think not to minimize those but those to me should be obviously clear if they're not then you need to watch the tv video again but there are also other grays i'm trying to in terms of like i'm not saying they're grayers for me per se but i feel it's worth having a conversation where there's even ones where like is it fair to say sometimes there are I'll, I'll put this to you maybe that sometimes there are no's that could potentially be yeses in those kind of sexual situations but yeah. like, i think it'd be better if you could kind of explain that if you put that to me rather than because yeah how, i how can... think i think in, again i'm going to use a, a, a situation outside of sex to explain it because people sometimes get so hung up on okay. the well if you use the yes then it should mean yes if you use the no it should mean no mm -hmm. and that's fundamentally true but i could be like oh do you want a tea no let's not use tea because it's already <laughs> attached to something oh um morty do you want an ice pole and you could be like no pause. thanks i'm like pause no 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 i mean i do them thing that bad manager oh my <laughs> sorry sorry and then I would pull it down your throat. No, 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 I'm joking. <laughs> See? Joking. Um, Wait, what about me? That's okay. Go, 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 go. That's the point, though. Like, you will have this ice pole. <laughs> but this is the thing. That's the absolute point. The point is, yeah. I'm offering you, but you, the, your reason, your motivation for saying yes or no mm. um, is about the relationship. So, and this is, and I'm just using this as an example. Course, I'm not saying like, yeah. it goes every time. I'm not saying it should apply. I'm saying you might know that I'm poor and it's the only ice pole I've got. So you might be like, no, I don't want it. It's fine. Meanwhile, you're gagging for an ice pole. Why are you oh, doing this to me? You're saying, I'm trying to be serious you want, here. you want to be fucking on the ice pole. And then, um, and, and you're like, no, no, it's fine. Don't mm. worry. But deep down you want the ice pole. And, but because I know you want the ice pole because I'm trying to serve you or I think I'm trying to serve you. I'm like, I'm gonna give you this ice pole. You will thank me for it later. And that is consent. 
yeah, sorry about that. All that talk about ice poles made us run away. And um, because <laughs> like I will not be ice pole without my consent. I do not want an ice pole. Now, nah, but all, all seriousness aside, like all, like when we serious in it, like there is I you touched on something, and there is like an element, I I guess of kind of like seduction in certain some degrees or absolutely and I, I think that's oh that's what I was saying wasn't it it's about mm. the relationship because there we can be having banter we can be busting mm-hmm. jokes if someone walked in your room why are your eyes going over there no 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 literally no I'm, I'm check, checking my prompts but my, my, my work I'm working no, I thought you were watching football or something I no. swear no, like, what? <laughs> oh wow 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 you best don't, don't judge me. episode no. um yeah no it, it could be like we're having banter and i'm mm. like yeah 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 that's not funny mm. and then we're having more banter and then when i say to you no i'm serious now the mm. relationship will let you know okay she's serious now so mm. even though you keep going with the banter actually it may be fine i may be busting joke with you and going no nah, you need to stop you're not even funny but i'm laughing so there are different types of kind of no. So I'm not, don't don't write, don't get on me, you know. But actually, it's part of the joke, and and it's that relationship that will tell you you can't just make an assumption. And the, the fact is, you know what? Better safe than sorry. If someone yeah. says go with no, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because if, if they want, if they then want something different, they then need to act, you know. And and I think that's the safest thing. Because fundamentally, a lot of us are so damaged. Um, and I'm saying the world, us. Mm. This isn't me trying to get my own business in there or anything. Mm. A lot of us are so damaged that we will even give a yes when we mean a no inside. And the person will, will, will admit the person never knows that we mean no. But because of our experience, because of our traumas, because of whatever we go for. And this is men and women. We go forth and we do because it's learned behavior or it's because it's what makes us forget or it's because it's you know for so many reasons and once you start to look at the minefield actually it's best for you to stay protected and just do the what makes sense for you Mm. um and just at the the one last thing what makes sense for you but also if there's respect then you're always going to land on the right side of consent because respect yeah respecting somebody is ultimately hearing them and not putting your own views on what that might be sorry i love that i want to say that again if there's respect you'll always land on the right side of consent and I, and I'm, I'm being yeah. now that's that's important because my thing i was going to ask you next what if anything we take away from this conversation what advice would you give to men or women in situations like this, but I actually think that's perfect. If there's consent, you always land on the right side of consent because I believe that gives that gives um, rise to any kind of relationship. Could be a new relationship, could be a re- existing relationship. Respect should always be concurrent throughout any of those. Um, and I think it's important. I mean, it obviously becomes messy when someone thinks they're respecting you and they're not. But no, fundamentally, that's always going to be true. But respect also hearing someone. So to me, respect is also outside of yourself, hearing someone in their authentic truth. Huh? You cut, you cut all the way out. Really? I said, no, I said respect is also hearing someone in their authentic truth, right? Yeah, absolutely. Whether it's your yeah. truth or not. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's cool. All right. Well, I guess I haven't a few, I have a few technical issues. So I don't want us to lose, lose anything um, in, in, in the ether, but I kind of wanted to come, um, come up there. I think where, where I finally want to kind of talk to, I, I think one thing I'll leave with, I guess, guys, 
I think not to preach anyone or, or perspective, I just think just about really and truly just understanding and supporting our sisters, our women around us, um, being sensitive to what they're saying around us and just listening. I think that's one key way of learning because, um, you know, that's how we can learn, we can respect one another. I'm not here to preach anyone, everyone's here to learn. So I think the best way we learn is sometimes to listen and, and behold what, and understand people's experiences. Shay? <laughs> and not minimizing people's um sensitivities so yeah. like something if someone just doesn't like the sound or look or or something makes them emotional or something just just respect that because you don't know where it's coming from or why um i think that's a big part of changing the narrative around being able to come to the people in our village mm. so being able to come and say actually this made me feel really uncomfortable Mm. and instead of it going they just touch your bum yeah that's mad yeah Mm. Yeah. i I like that so respect you'll always fall on the right side of consent i like that with respect you always fall on the right side of consent um before i head off um i say i say i like like i'm the only one who's free but you know you know i don't really you know i don't really care about your incarceration um it's very apt actually and very relevant that actually you've actually got a book a recent number book actually can you tell me a little bit about that please The book is called Mm -hmm. I Shouldn't Be Here. Mm. It is a curated account of 10 women's stories um, of their I Shouldn't Be Here moments. The stories are powerful. All I did, my stories aren't in there. All I did is kind of speak to the women, gather them, let them write them. They wrote them themselves. I slightly edited it um, and I've put them together in this free book. So it's available on Amazon is available on Apple Books. And it's just another perspective on life. It's another way for us to go, oh my goodness, there are so many reasons. And it's not a dramatic retelling of anyone's story. So some of them are very kind of like, what the heck, how did you survive that? And some of them are much more just about perspective. Actually, my life's been okay. Mm. But I realize in growth, I realize in maturity, that there are many times that I probably shouldn't have been here. And so I'm now grateful that I am. Um, and it's just really moving. They're short stories. I, none of them are more than five, six pages. And they're big pages, I A5. So yeah, um, I'd love the support on the book. And I will be doing another one in the next few months. It's going to be a bit more harrowing. It's going to be focusing on abuse. So that will be different. But if anyone wants to get in touch or confidential and let me know that they have a story they might want to share in it, I would love that. So, no, oh, that's really thank you for sharing. That's really important. Really, you know, really insightful stories. And the book is is beautiful, and poignant, and beautiful. So, um, please do recommend you check download it for free again on Amazon yeah. Apple. Yeah, Amazon Apple. Right? Yes, I've read it. I've read it. Yeah. Amazon yeah. Apple. Bro, wait, wait! I'm at me. I'm trying to support your ticket. Trying to at me, fam. What, what's your, you know, what's your with you? There's always beef with you. Don't can't do that. You know, do you know what? Bun you anyway. No, joking. What's your <laughs> favorite story? It's an Ingrid story, actually. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. Anyway, can we, take, can we can we fight off air, please? Right. So basically, once again, the book is where Amazon, Apple, where else? No, Amazon and Apple Books. It's Amazon just Apple Books. free, it's free download, free download. It's actually um seventy nine p on Amazon at the moment. I'm working on a workaround for that so that it will become free. But some people have just been like, no, 79p, I can buy that. And have gone ahead and done that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you if you have an Apple device, you can get it free right away. Yeah. 
I got the Apple version bun, please. If you're not people, bun you fam. Anyway, so on that note, yeah, can't be tap medication. <laughs> Thank you again, Shay. Interesting conversation. Feel free to tap me. And if you want to continue it, I'd love to hear your thoughts and views. You got my, you got my messages, you got my YouTube, my Instagram, all that stuff. Tell medication, being love, respect each other and one another. Yeah. Take care, people. Bye-bye.